0: I pride myself on being like willing and handling things the way that I do, but I, I could have never imagined. It's just like social media is such a weird thing.
1: Yeah. It's very strange. It's so beautiful, though, too. It is. It kind of gives you a place to impact the world. Yeah. And I feel like you are impacting it <laughs> in like a very real way. Like it's yeah. funny, but it's also like, yeah. Yeah. Don't share your toothbrush, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Give it a yeah, bet they'll call you a genie. Look no further than my next guest dude with sign aka Seth Phillips I'm gonna read you your bio okay it's a pretty impressive bio not gonna lie dude with sign is an Instagram account that rose to cultural prominence in 2018 with its ever-growing eight million followers the account pictures Seth the lovely Seth standing in various New York City streets holding signs that say things that everyone thinks and no one says this simple but hilarious and powerful concept has taken the world by storm and carved a lane where there wasn't one. Dude with Sign, a.k.a. Seth Phillips, has ever since been invited on The Ellen Show, Jimmy Fallon, and has done collaborations with Justin Bieber, The Rock, and President Biden. You're done. <laughs> Your life is complete. That's, a, that's like a really crazy list of things to do. Absurd. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. So Thanks. Thank you for I'm happy being here. to be here.
0: I, um, I hope my story is interesting.
1: We actually... So we met New York Fashion Week and you told me a little bit about your story. And what was crazy is you told me that you're from the middle of absolute nowhere, Texas.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right? Small town boy.
1: So take me back to the beginning of your story because what I think is really interesting is people see an account with like 8 million followers and all these incredible things and opportunities happening and they think that person must have... Been handed that opportunity right but you were not handed that opportunity i feel like my visual of your childhood is like growing up with a stack of hay oh my in gosh. the barn yeah and a we had a rodeo park.
0: right next door did we you really right over there yeah yeah it was just that like that crazy. so yeah my my town was um it was weird hearing me through these headphones anyway yeah um my town was like 618 people it's okay. called holly texas wow shout out to holly
1: that's like um, shorter than my private school yeah Great. Dirt
0: roads, cows, the whole thing. It was... um wow. It was very small. Um, yeah. Normal life though, I would say. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I, I grew up with uh, with five older sisters. And... Um, yeah. We were just... Wow. Running around our little small town and...
1: What did you think you would end up doing when you grew up?
0: Absolutely not this. Um, <laughs> I knew I wanted to do something with humor. I loved being funny. I loved, like, making my family laugh. So I, I figured I would go somewhere in that route. Um, No, people ask me. They're like, "Did you want to be like an influencer? Did you want to be like famous? Did you want to be like an internet guy?" And like, no, not even. Which not that I was against it. I just I had no. I would have never. Do a sign wasn't really something I pursued, but it kind of fell in my lap, and I've had a blast, and it's been it's been so much fun.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but did when you say that you wanted to do something within the comedy space, Mm -hmm. did that feel like a risky life choice? Because it's not necessarily as like set. Definitely.
0: I knew I wasn't, I knew it wasn't going to happen in Holly. I knew that I wanted to, um, you know, to do something outside of my little town that I grew up in. Um, yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. And what do you feel like was the first step that took you out of the reality you grew up in?
0: Definitely, definitely New York. So actually that's, that's a lie. So the first, the first step I took, I, um, Whenever I graduated college, I'd never left. Uh, I'd never left the United States. I'd never really done anything that cool. It was all just like my my world was like this small little town. And then I, I decided after I graduated, you know, before I go get a desk job, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave the country. I'm gonna do something fun. I'm gonna like you know backpack around. Do the do the find yourself journey. You yeah, know?
1: we love a find yourself journey. Exactly. So yeah.
0: I I saved up some money. I was working at the Olive Garden. That was my college job. I was I was slinging pasta for a few years and then wanted to take a trip and so I saved up a few thousand bucks. I went to I went to Australia wow. for a little bit and Australia wasn't very like shocking to me. It was also very expensive. I was like yeah. blowing a lot of money.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I, uh, so I went to Vietnam and I, I spent months in Vietnam. I was teaching English to kids. Uh, I had, I had the best trip ever and it was very, that was the point where I realized that I can really do anything I want. Like I, I felt truly independent. Like I could I could go anywhere. I could do anything. I could handle it. No matter what happens, I can figure it out. I had a lot of bad things happen on that trip. You know, I got I got robbed in Vietnam. That's not a good thing. I went to Cambodia. I went to I went to Thailand. It was like it was moving around and I spent all my money. All the money I'd saved. All the money I made doing um
1: uh olive gardening. Yeah, all the olive garden and all the
0: teaching English to kids in Vietnam. like all that money I made, I just it was gone. So I had to move back with my parents Wow. After after um, after that little journey, and I was kind of working from the ground up, trying to... My plan was really to go to, like, Austin or something. And I was like, maybe I'll get, like, a marketing job. I got a marketing degree. And so I was like, I'll just go to Austin or something, get a desk job. And that was, like, kind of my plan while yeah. I was staying with my parents.
1: Wait, quick question. So when you were in Vietnam, did you think, I'm just doing this for fun? And the teaching job, like, you just looked online to find something to sustain you while you were there?
0: The teaching job was one of the craziest experiences of my life. Yeah. So, I like I said I didn't have much money, so I was kind of freaking out. Like I was like, oh, how am I going to get a flight back home? Yeah. And um I knew some friends who were teachers there and I I was kind of like asking them like what what does it take to be a teacher? They're like, well, you got to be certified. You have to like buy this like, you know, certification thing. Like it's not easy. You can't just be like a teacher overnight, you know. They don't just like hand it out to anyone. Yeah. But one of my friends was like <laughs> And this is this is wrong. I hope this doesn't get a bad look. <laughs> but one of my friends was like, so there's this substitute teacher like Facebook group. Mm. Everything and everything in Vietnam is done like through Facebook. It's like their um, it's like their database. It's Random like, fact. Yeah, and um, cool. so there was a group for like substitute teachers. And so I he was like, just try to join. I was like, okay, I'll try to join. And I tried to join, and they let me in. Wow. And um, I the first post I saw was like. Uh, need a teacher in Teho, ages like six to ten. Um, must be native English speaker. Wow. I was like, okay, let me let me just I was like, <laughs> you guys still need someone? they were like, yeah, um, if you can be there, try to be there at six PM or whatever. Wow. And so I'm on this motorbike with they have like their Ubers are called yeah. grabs. And so I'm basically like on the back of this motorbike, like holding this guy's stomach, just like on my <laughs> way to go <laughs> teach some kids. And I was freaking out. I was I, I remember just thinking like, like, do I need to know Vietnamese to yeah. be able to like was, talk to these kids? Ask, yeah. I was like, I was like, are they going to, you know, is there going to be a teacher in there? Is there like a lesson plan? Like, what, what am I doing? Like, what should I even not do this? Should I bail? Should I scram? Like, what am I, yeah. why am I going, what am I doing? And I get there, I go to the wrong house and someone's like shooing me out of their home. Which I'm is funny that it's even
1: in a house. Like that's like such a different culture. Talking yeah. About culture shock. Yeah. Um, yeah. um
0: and so they shoot me out. I was, I was trying to get some help, but they didn't speak any English. So they were like, I, there's no telling what they were saying. They'd probably get the fuck out of my place. Yeah. Um, and so I went to the next door and there were shoes everywhere. I was like, okay, I think I'm in the right place. Yeah. I go up there and he goes, and oh like, my yeah God. And he goes upstairs and I walk upstairs And there's thirty little Vietnamese kids freaking out like they had just seen an alien because at this time oh because you are an alien I had long hair (laughs) I had a little like beard I was you know six foot four they were like losing their minds and like I couldn't even. I remember I, I would sometimes like lean down to like talk to a kid or like try to make them understand something and they would just like stare at my face and they would just like touch my, they're like Aww. touching my hair and stuff Aww. like, it was like, I was must a, like giving
1: you a soft spot. For, it was cute. Yeah. I was a freak to them, but it yeah. was, it was
0: adorable. Wow. Um, it was so much fun. And then, and yeah. did you
1: feel like nobody there could tell if you were doing it wrong anyway? So you might as so well. there were no adults in there yeah. ever.
0: Wow. And so That first, would not happen
1: in America. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when they, and when they're that young and those kids, the kids are brilliant. They're like they can speak great English. They've been doing this like since they were tiny. And so like, once I realized that they could do both, I was just like, I realized later that they really just wanted a native speaker A native speaker was everything. If they could just hear like an American say it, it was like,
1: yeah,
0: you know, they were getting their, their money's worth. So yeah, yeah, I was basically, I remember being in there and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Okay. And I just started like, I divided up the room and I was like pointing at stuff. I was like, what is this? And they're like, you know, that's a poster and I'm like, yeah, poster. And I'd like give that team a point that, you yeah. know, I was just doing English stuff and sometimes I would just talk to them and
1: yeah. Yeah. I love that
0: <laughs> again, not a certified teacher. Yeah. So it's probably wrong that I like <laughs> finesse my way into the teaching world, hey. but I think I did a good job. I'm, I'm sure think I got they'd be really kids.
1: proud to know that dude with sign was there. <laughs> yeah. English teacher. Um, so, okay. So you came back home, you were probably what, like 1920 at the time. Yeah, exactly. It was living, right out of college. living with your parents and then did you end up moving to Austin or did, was that no. just a dream? So okay.
0: whenever I was, while I was actually in, um, I don't remember where, where I was. While well, I was in Southeast Asia. I got a call from my buddy who works. Um, his name is Ben Kaplan. I don't know if, anyway. Okay. One of my favorite people in the world. He's, he's one of my best friends and he created, I do the, know him. He created the <laughs> game. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like an adult card game. Um, he created that game and they wanted to create a bunch more games and he gave me a call one day and was just like, Hey, um, I know you're traveling and stuff, but uh, you know, we're looking for more riders. If you're if you're interested, he's like, You're one of my funnier friends, like if you want to try this out. Um I was like, Yeah, absolutely I wanna try it out. So I, I came to hmm. once I finished, I um I came to New York.
1: Was he offering a paycheck or just not idea? yet? Wow. He he
0: offered me so he offered me to do it remotely for just a little bit. He was like, just like, you know, type some jokes every now and then, you know, and you can like you know, we'll see. We'll see if you're funny. We'll see if we like them. We'll see if you have like the voice that you know we want. And um, yeah, and it went great on both ends. I was having fun, you know. And yeah. um, and so he was like, okay, I think I think you should come meet the team. And so I came for a week just to like work in the, out of the office and like see how things were. And uh, it went great. And I was I, I didn't. I told myself during the week that I'm having a lot of fun, but I don't think I'm going to move to New York and like do this. I just don't. I don't know. It just seemed like too much for me at the yeah. time. It was like overwhelming. It was like I can't ever imagine myself moving to New York. And the only New York I knew was like Times Square. So it was like yeah. thinking about New York, I wasn't that excited. It wasn't like yeah. – it was, it was chaotic and like dirty to me. Yeah. You know? But um, after I came those two weeks, I, I had a blast. And then I uh, – and then he gave me an offer like a few weeks later.
1: So up until that point, he wasn't paying you?
0: No, 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 no. Well, no, that's a lie. He he was paying me. We were, He was paying me um, – but it was like... Minimal. Yeah. It was just yeah. like... Yeah. It was like, yeah, I worked, you know, I put in like a few hours. So and he was so like, yeah, here you go.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're close to your family or not, but what was your family set? Were they like, no, you're 19 years old. You need yeah. to get a so, real job.
0: No. So I I I give most of the credit of all the good things I have to my family. I'm very close with my family. Yeah. Um, I had the best parents, you know. And being in small town Texas, a lot of my friends' parents are very like... You need to jerk. get a job. You have yeah. to, like, this is, you know, you got to get out of my house. Like, the fact that my parents even let me come home after doing this, like, you yeah. know, four-month-long trip, like, it was, they're the best. Yeah, um, And they were in for it. They're like, go for it. I think you should get out there. Why not? Like, wow. New York, that's crazy. Like, that's, that's beyond, you, you know, what they've done, too. So it was, they were, they were just proud, um, which was very helpful for me to give me that freedom.
1: Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like a lot of people, well doing this show I've interviewed a lot of people and it's so interesting how different the mindsets are so it's mm-hmm. like some of them were so obsessed with what they wanted that they just it was like a woodpecker they like kept pecking the wood until like the pinata broke yeah. um, but also some people kind of stumbled into it it almost feels like you didn't really care how far it would take you like you didn't right. think I'm gonna get this like huge influence yeah? yeah
0: I'm really not that much of like a like a go-getter you know I'm not like a like I'm gonna I'm gonna take what I want this is what I, I'm kind of just take the world as it comes be nice to people you know and just wow. like you know Rock with it. Do your best. Most people that Take like do
1: collabs with JB. Well, the two JBs, Joe Biden and Justin Bieber. Whoa! I've never even thought about that. Maybe Jack um, Black is next. <laughs> yeah, Jack Black, Jay Balvin. Wow, you know. nice. Um, no, but like it's it's such an interesting mindset. So um, okay, so once you got that job. Then why? were you like, okay, I'm going to invest in living here? Because New York is expensive.
0: Yeah, so he gave me the job offer, and I was like, listen, Ben, like, I appreciate it. This is cool, but I can't really afford to like to move there right now. I was yeah. like, I'll save up some money. I'll figure it out. And um, yeah, so I actually <laughs> – this is embarrassing.
1: I can't wait.
0: I, I applied for the Olive Garden in my hometown, <laughs> like in Abilene, which is like – it was oh. like the neighboring town of my hometown. Okay. Our town didn't have an Olive Garden, so I would okay. have to – drive twenty minutes to work at that olive garden and I didn't get the gig. I didn't get the job. And wow, so
1: denied from an olive garden. I know. Career Hurts. highlight. It's tough. Um, there's one downstairs if you want to apply. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure they'll you I'll
0: throw in an application. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I I asked my mom if I could borrow a car and um, and drive Uber. I was like, I'll clean it out, like I'll keep it super clean, like if I could just drive Uber for like a couple months, get some get some cash, yeah, and then I'll move to New York. I'll be out of your hair. Like she's just like, yeah, go for it.
1: Wow. And so I
0: did that for for a little bit, which was funny. I'm, I love that I got to do that. I love that I was like I driving it. Uber to like get myself yeah. to New York. Yeah, truly. Um, so yeah. which is
1: interesting because you were willing to put in the work to get the yeah. dream made. Yeah. Once
0: yeah. I got the offer, and I and I had already loved New York. You know, I I'd gone and I'd actually seen the lifestyle. I was like, I'm in. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: So yeah, I did that for a little bit. Probably
1: had a five star rating on the app too.
0: yeah i really cared about my five-star rating um but no i um yeah so then i moved to new york i didn't really move there i went and i I stayed and i was very used to the hostel life because of like vietnam and stuff right so i was actually living in a hostel for like my first like uh, 3 weeks in wow. New York. I was living in a hostel in Brooklyn just cuz it was cheap. Oh, in
1: Brooklyn. Yeah. Gosh.
0: So it was like until I could until I could get a place. I was like I'm just going to stay here in Brooklyn and and no one um, at work knew that. Yeah. They probably still don't even know that which, you know, if they're, they're about this. to know that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, I had all my stuff like my I came with one suitcase and I had it like in a locker.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just like going to work that way. It was very very strange, but
1: I can totally relate to that. So Kemia my cousin is in the room um Thank you, yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> shout out um we used to live right next to USC in downtown LA and it was a student housing building that was like super luxe except for they stuffed like an excessive amount of kids into each room yeah and I just moved out I thought you know music it's too hard to make it in music I'm just gonna do travel blogging and the second I moved out of LA, this opportunity happened to make my music dreams come true. So I found that I kept on having to commute back. And I thought, there's this like weird in the gym, there's like this weird massage room where you can go to the security desk and get a key that is just like a square box and there happens to be like a massage bed on it. Whoa. And I think one or two nights, I literally went to the security desk because I'm like, they don't know that I haven't, I don't live here anymore. Yeah borrowed the key, went into that room and like slept there that night. <laughs> it was so scary. I, like, Oh my God. That's dude. amazing. <laughs> the amount of stress that like I put myself through yeah. but just to like survive. And there was a part of me that was like, this is also super embarrassing, but it's also really badass. Like yeah. I am doing anything. I'm going to look back
0: on this one day. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to
1: look back on it because it's like, what are you willing to do for what you love? Yeah. And I was willing to sleep in like this creepy little square room wow. with a massage bed. I love that. Um, and yeah, we'll never do that again. That was so scary. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah.
0: It's giving like pursuit of happiness, you know, in the bathroom crying.
1: That's <laughs> so crazy. It's sad scene. Anyway. Um, okay. So then you didn't really tell your friends what your situation was. Did you feel like there was a part of you that had to like fake it till you made it?
0: Um, I think I just didn't want them to be like concerned. I didn't want them to be like, Oh my God, like he's in a hostel. Like, that's so sad. Like, should I offer my place up? You know, I didn't want any of that. I was like, and I was very comfortable with it. Like I was, I loved just like meeting cool people. Like it was, that was a world that I was very comfortable in. Like being a hostel. I was like, you know, I was in that world. So I loved it. Yeah. Um, I definitely wanted a place to, to stay and to call my own. Like I couldn't wait to have my own place in New York. So eventually I got a sublet in Brooklyn for like five weeks And then finally my first apartment where I I actually, I stayed in Brooklyn for my first year in New York.
1: So then how did that translate into what you're doing now?
0: Um, Yeah. So six months into working there, um, I think it was like six months, something like that. uh, Pretty early on. I was kind of the guy in the office. It was like, I was kind of down to be in anything. My, my goal going into New York, I just told myself that I was going to meet as many people as I can. You know, I was going to say yes to any, if there was a pop-up, if there was like, you know, if someone wanted to get drinks or coffee or so i was just gonna say yes i was gonna be down for all of it i was gonna just say yes i was gonna be nice to people i was gonna take advantage of every opportunity that i could and just see where it took me yeah so like six months in i'm in the office i'm like i'm like making tiktoks every day i'm like down to being all these like what do you mean tiktoks i'm writing content i'm like creating memes with like people at work I'm, i'm like the guy who's always in it you know they were doing a meme for fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry is really like the, the umbrella kind of over what do you mean? So it's all mm-hmm. like in the same office. Um, fuck Jerry's a meme account. Yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: it's like the fat Jewish, right? It's similar, similar. Yeah. 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 They're, they're
0: both like OG, like very, Hilarious yeah. Like the, accounts. the original meme accounts that like went crazy on Instagram. Anyway, yeah. um, Elliot, um, wanted to do, uh, I think there was something going on in the office that day where it was like someone's birthday and everyone was replying all to every email. It was like replying all like, happy birthday, Stacey, like whatever. (laughs) And so he, he was like, it was actually his idea at the beginning. He was like, we should protest this. We should go outside and like hold a sign. Like Seth, you should do it. Like Seth it up. And I was like, oh shit. Like I'm going to be like on Fuck Jerry's like on his page. Like um, I put my shades on because I was just nervous Nervous. to be in front of that (laughs) many people. That's like the, the The origin of the shades. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, thought you
1: were going to show up today with shades. I I have them in my pocket, but I I felt like
0: it was like a little obnoxious to like...
1: No, no, no. That's like your outfit. Were you... I do have to say, were you nervous to just be in the middle of a street holding up a sign? No.
0: Because I I just loved my job. I thought it was cool. Like I was like, fuck all you guys. You don't understand what's happening. Like we're we're doing dope shit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Yeah. So we did the first one and it blew up. It was like one of his most like posts it was it went crazy wow and so I was like I was like I could probably do a lot of these I was like yeah. I was showing my sisters and stuff I was like yeah like this like this could be something like yeah. I could I could think of these and I told them the next day I was like if you guys are cool with like me popping out of work every day like like you know I'll, I'll try to think of as many as I can and they were just like yeah go for it and that's that's another thing about that company too they're they're very like They give you the freedom. They're like, if you want to try something,
1: like, yeah, rip it. Are you ever worried? So let's just say your first post got a ton of traction. Did you ever fear that like the next thing that you said wouldn't be as interesting so that maybe it wouldn't get as much traction and then you feel like embarrassed because you're like, oh, maybe it was just like a a fluke.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So So you're human. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I had a lot of things you know, I had a lot of things fall on my lap during this whole like journey. I'm very, very lucky. But one thing I pride myself on is just kind of, I I just kind of stuck through it. Like I wasn't really afraid of looking stupid. Like, like we said, like, I thought it was just cool. Like I loved my job. So I, I loved what I was doing. And, but there was a point, I think it didn't get big until like 12 posts. So those 12 posts, I'm going outside and standing out in the street, taking these pictures, which isn't really that much. Like it's (laughs) not, that's what I mean. It's like, but and I remember like
1: 1,000 something posts <laughs> into my Instagram.
0: <laughs> right. But I remember, I remember, like you said, I remember going outside and doing it thinking like, is this stupid? Like, is, you know, I had like 1,500 followers and I'm just like, is this dumb? Like, I should like, this was fun, but like, I, I'm going to go back to work. You know, yeah, like I, I yeah. should, I should probably stop this. But I pride myself on just being like, you know, just keep keep making them. Why not? Like, just yeah. keep, it's okay. Cause it's going. also
1: fun for you to. Yeah. yeah. And back
0: then people would walk by and be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, what is yeah. he doing? You know, because like, cause yeah. you know, they'd walk by me and like, yeah. Like, why does he always
1: wear the same glasses? Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't
0: recognize me then. Um, They're just like, who's this clown in the street? I was uh, embarrassed yeah. to be like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, after 12 posts or so, like, big pages started reposting it. Mm. and
1: So it's really, like, the reposting that made you have exponential growth. It wasn't, like, Instagram's algorithm or...
0: Um, I think it was just it's easily consumable. And, yeah, it's very shareable. I think a lot of... It's very easy to just throw on your story, like, because it's quick,
1: you know. And also because there are things that everybody thinks and no one says. So it's, like, that's your way of saying what you think. That's the goal. Is reposting... Yeah. Somebody else's yeah, exactly. yeah, wow, but hold on, yeah. sorry,
0: I, you asked you said something about um uh do I get worried about like the next post of, like if of it not being as good, yeah, absolutely, still to this day, I'm like it has made me a psychopath i don't I don't even know what's funny anymore, I feel like I've, yeah I, every single idea I have, I'm like asking everyone like, is this funny like is that is that too out of touch? Is that stupid? Should I reword this Should I you know yeah, so, I, yeah, I'm always worried about like whether it's funny or whether it's good.
1: Do you write them all in one... Like, I feel like I can just picture you on, like, a Friday night, a little bit tipsy, just, like, writing a bunch of things down on a piece of paper. (laughs) Drunk
0: in my apartment, just, like... Yeah,
1: (laughs) literally. Yeah,
0: like a mad scientist. Um, Now, I've got a notes app. I've got a, you know, Mm, notes chamber that's just full of just absurdity. Yeah, Um, I really don't write as much of them anymore. I've been doing this, like, three... It's, like, been going three years now, something like that. Yeah. And so I've got, like... um, you know, I've got a whole team and they send me stuff and um
1: side note is I called my mom the other day and I told her, I was like, I'm so excited, I'm doing this podcast with Seth. And she's like, Do you know about uh chat GBT? I was like, Yes. And she's like, You should type up like funny jokes chat GBT. And the only thing that it said that I thought was funny, which is so bad, is it was a joke about like one day I hope to have the confidence of my dog the first time I'm sniffing somebody's butt. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> like, <laughs> No, you can't, you can't make these. You can't get the like. Wow, and you brought
0: it to the podcast. Yeah, I love that. yeah. There you Shout
1: go, mom. To mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> um, so I just want to know, like, how was it? The popularity of that that like translated naturally into collaborations. Did you happen to be in the same room as Justin Bieber and Joe Biden, or how did that happen?
0: There was like um, a point where everything was just a blur. Honestly, it was like every day something crazy was happening. I, I really couldn't believe it. I remember just like every day in my emails was like oh, like, you know, Justin Bieber wants to do something with you. Hey, Ellen reached out. You're going to have a Zoom call with their team. They want to make sure, like, you're cool. Like, oh, like, tomorrow you have, like, a magazine shoot for this. And then, like, you know, oh, you might be going to Milan. Hey, can you fly to Boston to be with, you know, Chris Evans and, like, his, you know. (laughs) It's just, like, it was absurd. I remember just every day being, like. Usually, yeah. Yeah. I didn't say yes to podcasts. I was always, Mm. like, I was never really down for a podcast. I I was nervous. And also, (laughs) also the, um, uh. Part of the allure of the account is that I'm this like mysterious, like you know, strange yeah. guy. You know, it's I like when people are like, "Who the Don't fuck know. is this guy? Like, what, what's his deal? Is he like standing yeah. out there all day? Is he a psycho? Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry to blow your cover. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, as an artist, you know, sometimes you get nerves slash you always get nerves before doing anything. And I find that, like, for example, the second I got here, my nerves went away. The second I get on stage, the nerves go away. Um, But especially when everything is going right, it's hard to not let the adrenaline just, like, rule your life. Yeah. So how do you keep calm? Because I would imagine to get interviewed by Ellen's team and the ending of that interview will either lead to you being on the show or not being on the show is a pretty high stress. So nervous. Yeah. So how do you cope with that? I'm a pretty
0: shy guy, like in general, actually, like I'm not, I I, I was, I was very shy and I was very scared, but it was, I knew that it was cool and I knew I'd be fine. Like, like you said, yeah, once you're, once you're in it, it's, it's all good. Um, but yeah, there's a, my friend Ben actually took a video of me while I was sitting on the Zoom talking, and I'm just like standing like this, and I'm like tapping my feet, and I'm like squeezing my hands super tight, and I'm just like got this dumbass smile on my face. Yeah, it's time. so crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so fun.
1: But it's like such a win too. Like, you should also allow yourself to feel sometimes I'm like, feel the nerves. That means you care, and that yeah, means yeah. like you're excited, and this is cool, and not like a normal day in the office, so to yeah. speak. Um, and That's then, a great way to word it. Yeah, and then what about going to the White House? Feel the nerves.
0: Um, that was also yeah just an unbelievable experience um yeah so we actually got an email that said hi from the white house with an exclamation point and i thought that was just it's like this, a dot gov the spammiest <laughs> thing i've ever seen like yeah. hi from the white house i was like yeah okay and so we read it and it said that something about um we'd love to use your signs to um um spread the word about vaccinations or something like that and um we were actually like we got on a call with them to make sure it was legit. It was legit. Yeah. These guys were like in the white house talking to us. Um, and was it like
1: white house at gmail.com?
0: <laughs> I don't remember. It was something like that though. Um, I just yeah. remember hi from the white house and how absurd that was like, yeah.
1: high from the white house. Yeah. Um, Definitely
0: sounds suspicious. Right. It was, it sounded so suspicious, but after the call we were like, wow, they're legit. And then um, we decided that we would only do it if we could get the president in the in, photo with us yeah. like that's like the only thing that would make us like Complain. really be down because it there it was it wasn't paid it wasn't paid at all it was all just like you know they just wanted us to do it and it was mm-hmm. like well that's that's cool but we would love to get you know yeah. some kind of equity out of it if we could get the president like that would be sick and they were like yeah. okay we'll work on it and like weeks went by and we just kind of forgot about it and they were like okay potus is in
1: wow potus
0: is down we're gonna get the president and we Damn. freaked out we were like Oh my God. Wow. And so, yeah, me and, uh, me and my partner Guy and my partner Elliot, we took a train to the White House and put our suits on and met the president out of the Rose Garden. It was unbelievable. It was so cool. He was like the coolest. Yeah. He was very, He was very old and like. Very old. Kind of mumbly, but he was just so nice (laughs) and cool. I remember, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm just going to, we were, um, As he was leaving, he had a chopper come and, like, land at the back of the White House. It was just, like, this beautiful scene. He's, like, about to go to Delaware to visit his family. And um, he asked his assistant, he was like, hey, uh," let's say her name is Ashley. Ashley, how how much time do I have? One minute, Mr. President. He goes, hey, you guys want to see the Oval Office? And he starts, like, trotting over to the Oval Office, takes us in there. We're all taking pictures in there. He's, like, showing us everything. It was the coolest thing ever.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's so special. Unbelievable. That's definitely like I just got chills thinking about it because you can do all like you can plant all these seeds in your life but there are things in your life that are truly not in your realm of control. Right. So the fact that like you couldn't have had a PR team reach out to the president and be like let's do this campaign. I had a lot of those
0: like look around moments where I was just like like it's so absurd this happened from holding a sign like this is like what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. Yeah
1: that's amazing. Sometimes I would just
0: start laughing. I would just be laughing at like how
1: crazy fucking
0: weird life is yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly very strange from Vietnam to the White House (laughs) um if you could go back and tell your younger self something what would what would you tell yourself
0: I'd I'd tell them it's it's all gonna be good I, (laughs) I get kind of like I get in little modes where I start to worry about everything and I start to think that like Every, which, which everyone does, you know, yeah. I, I start to think that everything's going down and I'm starting, I'm, Oh my God, I'm going backwards. Like this is, I gotta, I gotta keep, you know, I gotta keep going. I gotta, I gotta find something. I gotta find my next thing. I gotta be successful in like my next, you know, stage of life. But yeah, yeah I guess if I could tell my, my older self, which I should self. probably yeah, my younger self. <laughs> and I, what I should probably tell my now self is that like, everything's good. Everything works itself out. You're going to be fine. Life's fun. You're gonna figure it out.
1: Yeah. Do you how much do you feel life is luck and how much do you feel like it's um hustle and hard work?
0: It's a great question. Yeah. It's very hard cuz like I said I'm not like a I'm not this crazy like hustler like grind go getter, you know, but I
1: That's a nice my way to be. Yeah.
0: My my sisters think that I'm literally the luckiest guy in the entire world. They always like make fun of me. They're like you're probably going to, you know, you're going to fall into Something crazy here, pretty soon. you know. They're just yeah. like always. They they make fun of me for it. They're like, "You're you're gonna be fine." Um, Did you start
1: out thinking that? Because sometimes, like, do you believe in manifestation?
0: Absolutely.
1: You absolutely
0: do. Absolutely, I do. I believe in manifestation. Yeah. So do
1: you feel like you manifested it? You're like, "Oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky." Oh, look, the president just. I, I think that on. I
0: manifest good things. I don't think I manifested the president. Like some stuff, you just you just can't expect. I,
1: yeah.
0: It's just so crazy. There was there was so much luck that went into it, but yeah. I pride myself on certain things. I pride myself on being like willing and and handling things the way that I do. But I, I could have never imagined. It's just like, yeah. Social media is such a weird thing. Yeah. It's very strange.
1: It's so beautiful though, too. It is. It kind of gives you a place to impact the world, yeah. and I feel like you are impacting it in like a very real way. Like it's yeah. funny, but it's also like, yeah, yeah. Don't share your toothbrush, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I love that. And then do you have, like, do you just stumble through the future opportunities? Or are there things in your life where you're like, I want to do this?
0: Um, are you talking about in terms of do a sign or just like anything? You're
1: like with you as
0: a person. Yeah. Well, like I said, do a sign's been going on three years now. Wow. I'm kind of ready for, for something new. You know, I'm ready for the next thing. I'll probably always do. I'll do do a sign until until it becomes just completely irrelevant but Yeah. Or until I, I can't make money from it. But I, I'm I would like to I'm in kind of a learning stage where I'm like just trying to learn a bunch of things and I'm, you know, taking little risks in certain spots, certain areas, trying to figure out like what it, like do I want to make a shoe? Should I maybe like
1: mm.
0: have a clothing line? Should I, you know, should I grab a guitar and learn how to you know Yeah. And <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm enjoying my life where it is right now and
1: I'm um and I'm just trying stuff, you know. Um, okay, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Whoa! One sentence or less, okay. Ideally, if your week thus far was a cardboard sign, what would it say?
0: <laughs> Hanging in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's it. all I had off of like the bat. Hanging, Hanging in there, buddy. Hanging in there. Hanging up there. <laughs> um, okay, biggest dream.
0: Biggest dream. Mm. I guess probably living somewhere foreign. That's what came to my my mind first. I'd like to live somewhere like crazy, just like radical, very very different. How Which, radical! New York was pretty pretty radical for me, but I'd love to just go a step further. How radical! I'd pr- like like a house in Jamaica.
1: Oh, like
0: I would love to do something just weird like that for a year.
1: Synonymous with your job, like would you have to? Would you would be willing to give up everything that you have to?
0: I wouldn't have to give it up, you know, I would, Mm. I would probably just throw in a caption like, yo, I'm in Jamaica now. Signs are going to be, you know, I'm going to look like Tarzan. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay.
1: (laughs) I love that. You said on a sign once, just chill. Your friends aren't doing anything anyway. Yeah. Do you ever get FOMO?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I get FOMO. I get FOMO all the time.
1: What do you do with FOMO? I get FOMO FOMO just
0: living in New York, (laughs) like looking outside (laughs) and seeing all the energy and people, I'm just like, God, I got to get out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, big FOMO guy. I don't, ha, like, to, I don't ha, like to miss out.
1: Same. <laughs> yeah. But how do you deal with that? Because for me, it's like when I first moved to New York, it's the same thing. I was not sleeping because you realize how much people are doing. Yeah. But then now I'm going to bed at nine, waking up at five. Yeah. And I think I maybe went too much on the other side.
0: Yeah. You just got to know that what you're doing is, is for a reason, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to do with FOMO. It sucks. Yeah. Okay. I'm still trying to figure it out. Let me know if you know.
1: I don't. Um, <laughs> okay. How many hours a week do you spend working?
0: I would say like all in all, probably like two, four to five a day. I mean, I'm a still day? on my computer all the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm still in there. You know, I'm, I'm
1: doing taking what? calls.
0: I'm, uh. I'm, uh, yeah. And my emails, four or fives, maybe a lot. I, I just go in and out. I, I, my days are very slow, but they're still productive, I would say.
1: Yeah. Um, cause I do think that's a misconception Yeah. and people assume that about singers and I just assume that about you, which is yeah. you think, Oh, it's like one hour to write a bunch of quotes down, yeah. put them on cardboard boxes and yeah. then hold them up. But it's like a it's business time gig.
0: Like I'm, yeah. I'm constantly talking with brands. Like, yeah. We're constantly just back and forth, making you know, having check-in calls and just, you know, staying in touch with
1: yeah. a lot of brands. I've done a
0: lot of, I've done a lot of paid partnerships. I've done a lot of like, yeah, that's.
1: Do you ever fear with a paid partnership that your fans are going to be mad?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they they hate them. Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone hates ads, but it's. Yeah, I gotta make money yeah exactly
1: <laughs> yeah. no 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 I, I get it I yeah, am I try to make them as myself. funny as I
0: can I try to make them like
1: the chicken wing one As yeah I did like, my research yeah, yeah
0: I try to make them like as organic looking as they can Like, I, exactly like the chicken wings I was trying to think of like funny chicken wing jokes and like stuff that people can relate to regardless of it being an ad but yeah when people see ad usually it's just like yeah. that keeps growing. But.
1: Do you have an agent or are you doing everything yourself? I got a team. Okay,
0: cool. A whole team. There's like six of us, I think. I
1: was going to say, that's a lot of work. Yeah. What do you feel like the biggest challenge is that you have in your life?
0: It's probably just figuring out what I am going to do next. I'm, I'm like constantly, it keeps me up at night. I'm just like, what, what do I want to, what do I want to do now? What do I want to like, what do I want to jump into?
1: Welcome to the club. I yeah. get that. Um, and then what's like the biggest, like, upside of your life. Like what is the best the thing about your life you're like, yeah.
0: Definitely my friends. Yeah? I'm obsessed with my friends. I love my friends. Like Wilton and I'm very very I always see
1: you in a tribe of people. Every I've bumped into you more times than I can count, but it's like (laughs) you got your click.
0: I got a good group of friends and yeah, Yeah. I love that's like that's like all I want to do in life is just have fun with my friends, travel with my friends, do things with my friends.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna do truth or dare now. I'm gonna ask you a question, then you're gonna ask me a question. Okay. First truth or dare. Which JB were you more excited to meet, Justin Bieber or Joe Biden?
0: Bieber, I was excited for Bieber. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was a crazy experience too. That what? guy, that guy is famous. That is a famous man.
1: <laughs> yeah. he is so
0: famous. We went and met him at his apartment in um, in Williamsburg, and I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't. Does he
1: live in Williamsburg? He has
0: a he has a spot in Williamsburg. I don't know if he does anymore. Good um, to know. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll drop the I'll drop the address. Um, so we show up, and I was like. I really had no idea what to expect but I'm thinking like this could gonna be cool like we're gonna, we're gonna like, do a thing with Bieber and they asked us before to find a place far from his apartment to to shoot the sign and we're like okay <laughs> we go to his place and there's like 80 people outside of really? his apartment in the street like this is a this is a, an oh. apartment building, and there's, like, 80 people outside the street. Most Jeez. of them are, like, girls with, like, you know, little poster board signs yeah, and yeah. stuff. And I walk up. No one has a clue who I am. Like, I'm, like, I'm like thinking that I'm going to have to, like, walk through these people and be, like, oh, guys, chill, chill. Yeah. Um, but they're <laughs> all, like, uncontrollably freaking out over Justin Bieber. Wow. Like, and I don't know if it's like that at all times, but.
1: Was this a while ago?
0: Yeah, a couple of years ago. And he, hmm. when he came out. Like so, he came out. We jumped in a sprinter and then went like to our spot. And I see what they were, what they meant now because once once he came out, everyone's obviously freaking out. Like I'm watching girls like, oh, oh my god, like it's Justin, like like losing their minds. And they get in the car, and then um, we go to our spot. And all these cars follow us. Once yeah. once Beaver gets in the car, everyone else gets in their car, and they're all just behind us, like following. I'm wow. like, dude, you're being followed. Like you're being yeah. followed by all these people. That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: And. He's Damn. like, he's like, you, this is how far we got. Like, you guys, this is the spot you picked. and So we jump out. Everyone else parks, like literally in the street. Everyone jumps out. All these little girls are like, losing their mind. And we take, huh? we take the photo. It's super quick. We dap them up. We like say what's up. And then uh, and then he leaves. And it's just completely quiet. Everyone else wow. leaves. And it's like, it's just like, dude, I can't imagine yeah. the chaos.
1: That is chaotic. Yeah. Would you ever want that level of fame?
0: Nah, no way. Really. I I think I'm great right where I'm at. I love that I can walk I outside agree. and people are just
1: kind of like, sign guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I like that. You have one more question for me and then we're going to get to the games. Do you have the biggest regret maybe? That's so interesting. Yeah, I think I do. I think when I was a kid, my mentality was like, I didn't want to have regrets. And I wanted to do everything the right way. By kid, I mean like a teenager. Mm-hmm you want something the best idea is to just like throw a bunch of colors onto a canvas see what happens do something be like wow I really regret that never mm. want to do that again probably really embarrassed about that yeah. probably a bad decision but like that life experience actually has value and I think that another thing was I didn't want to be stupid so I try to do everything myself instead of just like spending money mm. to do it faster. Right. And I would always trade time for money. And I think that puts you in a really small Whoa. world instead of like expanding a world. So that combination of things is probably my biggest regret. Well said. Thanks. Okay. You're better at this
0: podcasting than I am. No, so. no no no.
1: <laughs> You're gonna be hosting next time. Hi, my name is Layla Perry, and you're watching Under the Covers, my show about the risks taken, the mountains climbed, and the victories behind some of the biggest game changers shaping culture and entertainment today. <laughs> it's suicide. <laughs> Jeremy Fox, yes, Max Lugavier, <laughs> Mari Llewellyn, it's me, Glenn Coco. <laughs> yes.
0: Drum roll. Graham Bun.
1: <laughs> Scott Hansen. The greatest Woo! <laughs> intro ever. Give it a year, I bet they'll call you a genie.